Philly Philly, what's good? It's your host, Breezy, with Sports and Stilettos Podcast. Welcome back! I'm so happy. Um, This is the very first episode of the, uh, officially, I guess officially, officially, the 2020 NFL season. Week one is finally here. I'm so happy. I, oh, oh, it's been a long time coming. And I just, I just can't wait to watch football, honestly. Like, I feel like I need to get more TVs and more computers so that I can have all the games on at once because I'm not buying an NFL Red Zone. So don't even mention that. But anyway, welcome Sports and Stilettos podcast. I am your host, Breezy. This is season two, episode six, preview Thursday. Honest to God, I've missed this, honestly. Um, recording, going through all of the the good, the bad, the ugly, and preparing for a Sunday matchup. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy, you guys. Um, you can follow me on social media. Um on Twitter at your host underscore breezy on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast. Uh, you can also find the show on any podcasting platform, Apple, iTunes, Google podcasts, Spotify, anchor, overcast, radio, public pocket cast and breaker. Whew. That was a mouthful. Um, if anybody has any issues with the links that, um, that I put up, or if you have issues trying to find the show, shoot me a DM. I will get you the link or I will, uh, you know, do whatever I can to make sure you're able to listen to the show moving forward. New people, welcome. Happy to have you aboard for the 2020 NFL season. Let's get it popping, guys. Week one, Eagles versus that Washington football team. This is a one o'clock game on Sunday, September 13th. Um, yeah, we're like three days out and not gonna lie, my adrenaline was kind of pumping today. Um, that's a little weird for it to be a Wednesday night, but you know, whatever. I'm an Eagles fan, so comes with the territory. <laughs> um, so we're gonna try, I say we, like there's more than one person here. I am going to, um, try to do a, a few different things, uh, this season you know, obviously my DMs are open. You guys let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you think I should add. And I will do my best to, uh, you know, accommodate those things. But what I will not do is speak on something that I do not know about. I don't care how much I research some things I'm just not comfortable with doing. So they will not be done. But anyway, let's get into this because there's a lot to cover today and uh, a little bit of time. So Injury reports, I'm sure everybody has already seen this. Um, Javon Hargrave and Alshon Jeffrey did not practice. We all knew that. They're probably not going to play until October, November. Fine, whatever. Derek Barnett, uh, Lane Johnson, Jalen Rager, and Miles Sanders, all limited participants today, but they all had pads on. So I'm like 50-50 that they are all going to play on Sunday. Um, I guess we'll see once, you know, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday hits, 
uh, we'll probably get a more defined answer on if these uh, four players are going to play. Um, for Washington, um, Sadiq, Char- uh, wow, Sadiq Charles, uh, Thomas Davids, uh, Kendall Fuller, and Jonathan Allen, all limited participants. Um, Antonio Gandy-Golden was a full participant. He was out earlier this week with a concussion, um, but he was a full participant today, so I fully expect him to play on Sunday. So, as everyone knows, um, the Eagles have pretty much, like, dominated over the last, like, I guess, like, what, 20, the last 20 games, so that's, what, three decades-ish, something like that, um, over the Washington football team, I guess we can't say Washington Redskins anymore since they are technically not a team, so, um, the Washington football team is gonna take me a little while to get used to, I have to, like, slow down to really make sure that I say this team name right, so, anyway, um, the last time the Eagles uh, versus Washington um, in Washington 2017, obviously start to a really great season, ended with the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I don't mind that happening again. So let's let's get into it. Let's start the season off right. Um, but there were some changes last year. So um 2019, the Eagles did win both games versus the Washington football team, but neither game was easy. (sighs) So Eagles won 32-27 in game one, and then they won um, game two, 37-27. Like I said, neither one of these games were easy. Um, You know, I feel like despite the numbers, if you saw them, you know, like any other regular Eagles fan, you had a couple of mini heart attacks during the game. Um, Real quick one through game one, Case Keenum played. He was our quarterback, 30 of 44, 380 yards and three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Terry McLaurin ripped us to shreds, (laughs) five receptions, 125 yards and a touchdown. Um, Carson Wentz was really decent. 28 of 39, 318 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um, So that was really good, at least to me. And then Deshaun Jackson, eight receptions, 154 yards, two touchdowns. But we know after that game, it kind of went downhill for Deshaun. So I'm really excited to see him come back this year, be healthy, and really give the league hell again, you know, because that's that's all that I need in my life is a healthy Deshaun Jackson uh, beating out these uh, DBs every week. I love it. I love watching it on TV. Um, if I could ever get into the building, I would love to see it again in person. Um, but yeah, so happy about him being back. Uh, game two, Washington made a, um, I'm about to say a coaching change. My goodness. Washington made a quarterback change. Dwayne Haskins started that game, 19 of 28, 261 yards, two touchdowns, zero zero interceptions. And then he also had three carries for 26 yards. I think the, I think Dwayne Haskins and his um, athletic ability kind of threw off our defense during that game. Because there's no way that a rookie should have numbers like this against our defense. But 
he did. That's neither here or there. Whatever. Terry McLaurin once again ripped us to shreds. Um, five receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Carson Wentz was decent. 30 of 43, 266 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's a good game to me. Um, I'd like to see him more so around 300 yards a game, but whatever. I can't be picky. Uh, Miles Sanders dominated. 19 carries, 122 yards, and a touchdown. And then the savior, Mr. Greg Ward Jr., seven receptions, 61 yards, one touchdown in the game. But that was the game-winning touchdown, people. I love it. Probably going to watch that a little bit later um, on YouTube or something. Um, Anyway, that was the touchdown that he caught over top of uh, Josh Norman in the corner of the end zone. And you love to see it. So shout out to Greg Ward Jr., who also made the 53-man roster. So very, very happy to see him out on the field hopefully on Sunday, and watch him do some damage. Um, All right, so let's get into the offense and defense of each side and kind of some things that um, I want to point out. So for the Eagles offense, Carson is healthy. You know, he said earlier this week that he had some groin tightness. Um, You know, it was good that he sat out. He didn't want to re-aggravate anything wanted it to heal on its own and all that stuff. I'm good with that. Fine. I just need him to play week one. That's it. That's all I'm asking. So Carson is healthy. Doug Peterson is a great, great, great in-game adjusting coach. You saw it since he came into the league. Um, Maybe not a whole lot his first season, um, but definitely in 2017. Um definitely in 2018 you know it was just it was it was really good to see the adjustments that needed to be made especially on the offensive side of the ball um from quarter to quarter and then from first half into the second half I think he's going to continue that streak just because we don't know how Ron Rivera is going to run this Washington offense coming from Carolina um you know he was he was a very dominant coach I believe he's a very defensive minded coach but at the same time it doesn't take away from how he runs his offense so that will be a very good matchup to see Doug Peterson versus Ron Rivera and see what kind of what kind of chess match that's going to be um that's definitely something that I will be watching so in the reaction that's you know that's going to be a point that I that I bring up in the reaction pod uh, you know, when the Eagles win. So, (laughs) um, running backs, wide receivers, tight end rooms are exactly where I would want them to be going into the season. Um, minus the, 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 if around Jalen Rager, whether or not he's going to play on Sunday, I hope he doesn't. Um, I know he was in pads this week, but I don't think he should play. I think he should wait another week, come back game two and, and really be healthy for the remainder of the season because we need him. We need them. So I feel like everybody else can pretty much pick up the slack. I think we're going to be fine wide at wide receiver. Um, running back room, big question mark around Miles Sanders. We still don't know if he's going to play on Sunday. Um, but I'm very um, I'm confident in the other running backs that we have. Um, I still need to do some research on the um, 
the newest running back. Um, Lord, forgive me. Uh, let me see if I can find his name. Um, anyway, um, Corey Clement, obviously we know he is, um, healthy, resembling 2017 Corey Clement and, um, possibly even better than that. So, um, and I'll mention this later in the show, but I think he's going to be a sleeper in this game. Um, not many people are really like putting stock into him. So, um, we'll see, we'll see how, how he, how he does. Uh, Boston Scott, obviously, um, you know, we saw what he did last season with stepping in after, um, you know, Jordan Howard went down and really being, um, uh, I guess, I guess you could say a compliment to Miles Sanders when he needed a break. Um, I hope that continues this year. I don't see any issues why it wouldn't. Um, Jason Huntley, sorry, that's what's so long. Jason Huntley is the new running back that the Eagles picked up. Uh, I believe he came from the Lions. So um, if he does play on Sunday, he's going to be someone that I will also be watching um, because I don't know a whole lot about him. So definitely going to be doing my research this week and um, seeing, you know, what kind of things make Jason Huntley special. So that should be interesting. Um, For Washington, Washington's offense, I expect a lot of things to change under Ron Rivera with this football team. I don't think they will be so, um, I guess you could say disorganized in a sense. Um... You know, obviously we know Terry McLaurin coming into year two with Dwayne Haskins. That's going to be a connection that these uh, or that our that our defense really needs to watch out for. You know, they've they've gone, you know, a few games in year one. They've transitioned to year two now. They've had the offseason season. Um, Along with adjusting to a new coach and a new coaching staff and and all of that, I still think that Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin are still going to have that solidified connection that will show in games. So our defense obviously needs to watch out. Um, For the Eagles defense, uh, you know, our revamped secondary, we pretty much cut everybody and put in even better people (laughs) um which is something that I'm I'm happy to watch on Sunday um a lot more speed a lot more experience in the secondary um so I'm hoping that they will not get burnt um but we'll see you know first games of the season are usually pretty shaky but I think once they get their footing they they they'll dominate like we know that they can. Um, solid defensive line. I expect them to collapse the pocket a lot. Get that penetration that we know they can do. Stuff the box. Um, you know, dominate in the run game and and really just just be that defensive line that we know they can be. That top two, top three run defense that we know that they can be. They because they've done it already. So why not? You know, they're obviously capable. So 
Um, For Washington, their defense, the only thing that I'm going to say is Chase Young. That's it. Number two overall pick in the draft this year. I watched him at Ohio State. He is a monster. Monster. Now, I know that sometimes the dominant players in college, it doesn't translate right away into the NFL. And honestly, I'm hoping that it doesn't this first game because Lord Jesus, if he plays at the level that he played at or better, I'm scared. Okay, I'm gonna just say that. I am nervous. Um, but anyway, um, I think he's gonna be um, he's gonna be very interesting to watch. He can line up on either side, um, so you know he'd either be going against you know Lane Johnson or uh, Jason Peters. Uh, you know it it really depends on where where Washington decides to put him on the defense. So. Uh, that'll be interesting to see and uh, you know these these different matchups so segue right into that uh, players and matchups that I will be watching like I said earlier the Eagles secondary versus any Washington wide receiver especially Terry McLaurin um, just gonna see how well this secondary gels and how well they communicate when these wideouts are are running around on the field, you know, are we are we looking for them to shut them down? Are we looking? Are we gonna have a lot more interceptions? Um, that'll be a plus for this Eagles secondary um, because we haven't seen a whole lot of those. So, um, yeah, I, that, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Washington defensive line versus the Eagles offensive line. I just talked about that. The bright spot, obviously, being Chase Young on the defensive side of the ball for Washington. Um, you know, just seeing what it is he can do in the NFL is going to be very, very, very exciting to watch. Players specifically for Washington, I have Dwayne Haskins. Um, I know I said Chase Young, I'm going to be watching him, but I'm, I look at him as being part of the defensive line, um, not really standing out that much on his own I know he can wreak havoc but I think I think he's gonna need a little bit more help at this level but you know still a monster nonetheless but I think the player to watch for Washington is Dwayne Haskins seeing how he transitions from year one to year two not it seems like he didn't really have a lot of confidence from the coaching staff in year one which is why they made the the quarterback change so late in the year Last year, um, having a full off season, you know, obviously getting to know Ron Rivera and having this team pretty much built around him, um, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be interesting to watch on Sunday. Um, I don't know if anybody has him in fantasy football. Um, I don't know what his point range is supposed to be on Sunday, but don't play him. Don't do it. Anyway. Um, For the Eagles, like I said earlier, I think Corey Clement is going to be the Eagles player to watch on Sunday. Um, Like I mentioned before, um, you've seen reports and stuff like that about Corey being better, being in better shape, being faster than he was in 2017. He spent 2018 and 2019 on 
uh, on the injury list. Um, you know, it was it was sad. It was sad because you never want to see a player who was that dominant during the Super Bowl run, you know, out the next two years. So um, I think he has a chip on his shoulder. I think he has a lot to prove this year, especially being back on like a one year, two year deal with the Eagles. I think he needs, you know, he needs to prove to them that he does belong here. He does belong on the field and nobody's going to take that away from him. So Dwayne Haskins for Washington, Corey Clement for the Eagles are my two players to watch on Sunday. Now I'm going to start doing something a little bit different. So to incorporate, you know, pretty much all of the NFL I'm going to be picking four games that I'm going to be paying close attention to every week Um, this will fluctuate between Thursday night football and Monday night football I'll choose one or the other and then a 1 p.m. game a 4 p.m. game and um, an 8 p.m. game on Sunday so my games that I will be watching uh, or favorites I guess you could say for week one is obviously Texans versus Chiefs Thursday night football this is the conference championship rematch that I've been looking for since I've been looking forward to since it happened last year um I believe the Chiefs won 54-31 or 51-31 something like that um but honestly I I think the Texans pull this one off um I think yeah, I think the Texans. I think the Texans win this game. The over/under. Um, this is from FanDuel, by the way. The over/under for that game is 54 and a half. I'm taking the over. I think that they are going to ball out, and it's going to be a very high-scoring game. Just putting that out there. So um, obviously, I'll be watching the Eagles and uh, Washington game. Um, obviously, I think the Eagles are going to win that game. The over/under from FanDuel is 42 and a half. I'm picking the over um, just based on the last few uh, games between these two teams. It's always been at least 30 points each. Um, if not, you know, give or take a, a point here or there. So I think, um, you know, I, I would I would choose the over. Another game that I'm going to be watching is the uh, Buccaneers and the Saints. Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. This is going to be incredible. Um, I think the Saints actually pulled this one off. I don't think that Tom Brady's going to have his footing um, right away. You know, he is like, what, 43 or something like that. I think his age is going to show. I don't think that it's going to be, you know, as cut and dry as it used to be where he just comes out and he dominates. I think that Drew Brees is gonna is is gonna take the cake, you know. Let the oldest man win. So we'll see how that goes. Um, over under is forty nine and a half. I'm gonna take the under for that one. Um, you know, both defenses are are pretty pretty uh, pretty good. So I think it's gonna be more so a uh, a defensive game. Uh, for the Bucks and the Saints, but I, I do think the Saints win, and I will take the under on the 49 and a half. 
Last game of the week that I will be watching. Obviously, I have to keep a close watch on these Cowboys. You can't get that can't let their fans get too out of control in here. So they actually play the Rams Sunday night football. And, you know, obviously the Rams are underdogs. We know that the Rams um, didn't do well when they went to their Super Bowl. Um, but I think they I think they bounce back. I think they come out kind of guns blazing Sunday night football under the lights versus the Cowboys. Uh, and I think the Rams win. I think they squeak out a win um, because I think the Cowboys might get a little bit comfortable. You know, Cowboys look good on paper. Like everybody says that they do every year. They got Omari Cooper. Now they got C.B. Lamb. So, you know, um, we'll see. We'll see what kind of chemistry uh, Dak or Andy Dalton has with these receivers, if we're being honest. Um, the over-under is 51 and a half. I think, they, I think they go under. I think they go under. I don't think they go over that. Um, just because, you know, obviously we know the Cowboys and <laughs> we know the Rams. So I expect a very low scoring game. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, next, uh, fantasy football. I'm in one league this year. Normally I'm in like two or three. Um, but I decided not to do my own league just because too much. I have too much on my plate. I, I, I would not be able to swing being a commissioner. So in the one league that I am in, my team is trash. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I panicked a little bit and I started drafting out of emotion and I probably should not have done that. (laughs) I drafted two tight ends in the first two rounds. I was, uh, I was pick number 14 in a 14 team, 14 team league. So I got the last pick of the first round, first pick of the second round, and then I didn't get another pick for like 36 picks. Um, so my, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys what my, um, my fantasy team is looking like right now. It's not great. Like I said, it's trash. So, um, we will see. So obviously my quarterback is Carson Wentz. You guys know I I would never like I would never like not pick Carson. Obviously. Um so quarterback is Carson Wentz. <sighs> the running back that I have is um I have James Conner and Jarek McKinnon. So James Conner, you guys know, uh, running back for Pittsburgh. Jarek McKinnon is a running back from San Francisco. So those are my two running backs. My wide receivers are Marquise Brown with Baltimore and John Brown with Buffalo. Don't ask. I don't know. Moving on. Uh, my t- my tight end, uh, starting tight end is George Kittle with San Francisco. My flex, because you can have a 
um, I believe, a running back, wide receiver, or tight end in this spot. My flex is Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey has never let me down. I have drafted him every single year since I started doing fantasy football. And he's he 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 goes above and beyond for me. So I'm per, I'm I'm cool. Travis Kelsey is my security blanket. Um, I love him. Obviously, Eagles defense against Washington. I think that they are going to dominate there. And then my kicker is Justin Tucker with Baltimore. So those are my starters for Sunday. Now my bench. Don't yell at me. Okay, I got laughed at like six times for this. So my bench is the 49ers defense. Uh, Nikhil Harry with New England as a wide receiver. Sammy Watkins with Kansas City as a wide receiver. Jake Elliott as an extra kicker from Philadelphia. Jimmy Garoppolo as my second uh, quarterback with San Francisco. Adam Humphreys, wide receiver with Tennessee. And then Chase Claypool, wide receiver with Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, yeah, I, drafting out of emotion should never, ever happen again. Um, so those, that's my team, um, as it stands right now, after next week, it's probably going to change a lot because that's what I do. I watch the waiver, the waiver wire, I drop players, add players, you know, I, I very rarely do trades, um, just because there are some leagues where you have to get, you have to have your, um, your trade voted on by everyone else in the league. And if the commissioner doesn't think that it's a fair trade, it gets vetoed. So I very rarely do, like I said, I very rarely do trades in fantasy football. Um, I think I've accepted, I've, I've been doing fantasy for three years now, four years now, something like that, three or four years. And, um, I think I've accepted like three trades maybe in, in those four seasons that I've played. So yeah, it's very rare, but, um, you know, I'll drop a player add a player. I'll do all that all day long. Um, so next week, when I do the preview, I'll go through the waiver wire and, and all of that stuff for fantasy football. So make sure, make sure you guys stay tuned for that next week for Preview Thursday. And um, I'll let you guys know kind of what players I'm looking at and, um, and go from there. So that's my fantasy football team. And to close out the show... It wouldn't be sports and stilettos without some wild, crazy, bold predictions for the season. Why not get a little crazy at this point? So I'm going to do a bold prediction for the Eagles as a team, the uh, NFC East division, and then who I want in the NFC championship game, AFC championship game, and who I think will be in the Super Bowl. By the way, this is not bias. It might be a little bit, but I really put some thought into this, okay? So for the Eagles, I think Carson gets back to being an MVP caliber player, um, just like he did in 2017. Um, He stays healthy through the season, actually wins MVP of the league. So uh, that's my bold prediction for him. And then I think that our defense um, actually ends up being top three. 
and they're not two or three. Eh. Anyway, um, I think the Eagles defense ends up being like, you know, in that top three somewhere um, out of the entire league. So that'll be that'll be really great to watch evolve throughout the rest of the season. Um, for the division, the NFC East division, I obviously think that the Eagles will win the division. I think I had them back when I did my draft uh, review pod. I think I had them at like 13 and 3 or 12 and 4, something like that. So I think that they win the division. Here's the crazy part, okay? Everybody keeps saying it that it's still going to be the Eagles versus the Cowboys for the division. I think it's going to be the Eagles and the Redskins for the division. And it's probably not going to be close because right now I have them um, separated by three games. So um, Eagles at 13 and 3, Redskins 10 and 6, Giants 9 and 7, and the Cowboys 8 and 8. I think that the Cowboys end up being last in the division this year. Just because of everything that that has been going on with this team, they you know they franchised um, Dak, they signed Andy Dalton. There's a lot of turmoil over there. Um, you know, you you never know. You never know. Jerry Jones could like go crazy one day and just flip his shit. Sorry, I'm working on my cursing. I should not have said that. Anyways, working on or you know he might he might go crazy. Um, So, obviously, my bold prediction is that the Cowboys end up last in the division. Redskins and Giants both beat them out record-wise. And, you know, that's that's my division. Um, For the uh, conference championship games, uh, for the AFC, I have the Chiefs versus the Ravens. I think that'll be a fantastic matchup. It's going to be high-scoring. It's going to be wild and crazy. And if it actually happens, like, I need to be cut a check or something because, yeah, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen many people predict that. So I'm, I'm really excited if that actually happens. So, um, yeah. And then obviously NFC championship, um, obviously my birds are going to be there. Um, but I think they go against the 49ers. I think they, I think Jimmy Garoppolo takes his team um, you know, pretty far, obviously he took them far last year. Um, just, you know, just didn't, just didn't get the job done, which is okay. You know, because you start over every year and you just got to get back to the big dance. So, um, those are my two championship games and then Super Bowl, Eagles and Ravens. I think that'll be so dope. Like I'm, and you know, I'm just pulling out of my butt, but, um, I think that'll be so dope. Like Carson Wentz versus Lamar Jackson, this Eagles defense versus Lamar Jackson. Like, can you imagine? I mean, we're obviously going to see that during the regular season, but like at that high of a level in the Super Bowl, I think that'll be just wild. So to conclude everything that we talked about today, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to week one. I'm looking forward to... Um, putting my phone on do not disturb and losing my mind, having all of these mini heart attacks, walking away from the TV, you know, talking my stuff and just, you know, just living because we have been waiting so, so long 
for this NFL season. And come hell or high water, it is happening. Starting with the Chiefs and Texans on Thursday. Eagles in Washington on Sunday. And I cannot wait. I can't wait. So, concluding this episode, you can follow the you can follow me on social media on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can follow the show on Instagram as well at Sports and Stilettos Podcast. And you know, find the pod wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Obviously, I should be one of them. Like rate, review, and subscribe to the show so that you are well aware of when new episodes drop. Preview Thursdays, all of these will be dropped by Thursday morning, I would say by 5 a.m. So you guys can listen on your way to work, on your way to the gym, in the gym, like whatever. I don't care. Just turn me on, okay? And and listen to my shenanigans. (laughs) So... Um, like I said, uh, preview Thursday pod will drop by 5 a.m. on Thursdays. Reaction pods will hopefully, 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 hopefully drop on, I would say Tuesday at the latest by 5 a.m. It could be Monday at some point, but definitely Tuesday at 5 a.m. You will have a reaction and all of that good stuff. I can't, I'm so happy, you guys. (laughs) I'm so happy. The season is finally here. Bleed green. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Week one, let's go. Until next time, you guys, peace and love.